Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What's the Vegas lead, RJ? I'm going to go with college football playoffs and what the meaning of the rankings yesterday, what it means for the title odds. All right. The title odds are released, or the playoff rankings are released week two. Georgia stays number one, no surprise. Alabama two. Michigan State drops from three to seven. Everybody below them moves up. That's Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati. And Michigan jumps Michigan State despite the fact that Michigan State holds a head to head win. Oklahoma rounds out the top eight. Okay. So. But Ohio State jumped Oregon with a head to head win, right? Or uh, nope. is it headed Oregon? No, they're not. Oh, oh! I'm looking at the playoff odds. Yeah, o- oh, Oregon, okay. Oregon third, Ohio State fourth in the rankings. Okay, now in the playoff odds, Georgia, <laughs> you got to bet twenty four dollars to win a dollar for them to make it. So they're in. It's a safe bet. Ohio State is the second favorite to make the playoffs, minus one seventy five. So one hundred seventy five wins you a hundred. Oklahoma third favorite, one hundred sixty wins you a hundred. So. That's fascinating. The if you actually look at the rankings, huh? If you look at the rankings, Ohio State is fourth, but they're second with odds. Oregon's third, but Oregon is one, two, three, four, fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth with the odds. Okay, so it's Oklahoma third, Alabama's fourth, minus one ten or so. Oregon, now here's the jump. Oregon's three to one. So, really, we got three minus money favorites here. Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama, also known as the usual suspects. Oregon is the first long shot with a chance. And then the next one, number six, Cincinnati, plus three and a half to one, plus 350. Michigan, well, they're going to forfeit the Ohio State game, right? They're going to cancel it this year again? I don't think they're. I don't think they're planning on canceling it this I mean, year. But wh- why did they cancel it last year? Th- uh, there's a history of it. I don't know. If it it was smells. COVID. I, I'm not here to tell you why they they didn't play that game. Well, I, I can tell you why. <laughs> Fear. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like when you if you skip school when you had to fight the guy three years older than you. Zero uh, and six against Ohio State sounds a lot better than zero and seven against Ohio State for no, Harbaugh. See, maybe. to me, it, it took the soul out of the program. <laughs> I mean, think about it. If you want to go into the game and you're thinking, "Huh, last year we were afraid of these guys." And they're better, they're as good as last year. We're no better. Like, oh, Michigan's way better than they were last year. Are they really? Year. They're m- much better. Who have they beat? <sighs> what's, what's their... What's their, what's their, their yeah, defining... What's their, well, I just want to hear, like, the. I mean, I know Ohio State's, uh, you know, beating Penn State. I mean, God. They, they beat Washington non-conference, which Washington. that win doesn't hold up as well. Washington... But. Okay. Is it? This is in 1989. Is it? <laughs> they won at Wisconsin. Is probably their their most respected win. And Wisconsin lost like four in a row after that, right? Th- they lost three in a row. So they beat a team for the for their first loss, and then that team lost the next game, and the next game. Yeah. And that's their best loss. That's, that's their, their best, best win. win. And they're much better than last year. They are much better than last year. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's why they skipped the game last year. But you could also say, what's Ohio State's best win? And it's, I mean, I guess Penn State. What do you mean you guess? Penn State's also lost three games now. Yeah, okay, but Penn State is ranked what? 20th in the AP. And what's, so, I mean, listen, 
You want to go? How's this sound? I'll give you plus three with Michigan. No, I, no, I'm not taking that. But, <laughs> uh, but I, I do think I, I think this Michigan team has improved. And honestly, I'm excited because it makes the Michigan Ohio State game interesting for once. I mean, Michigan's been so far behind Ohio State for years, and the fact that this year the game will Decades. actually it'll actually matter. I mean, really, when's the last time you could say, you know, I don't know who's the better program, Michigan or Ohio State? It, 15, 20 years probably. You think so? Because we won a national title 20 years ago in 2002. When was the last Michigan national title? I don't know. Last century sometime? <laughs> I mean, listen, Michigan thinks they're some kind of academic institution. Not really. I mean, come on. Can you imagine someone saying, hey, uh, guys, we're going to do a press release. We just hired someone from Michigan. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's like... they. If people just accepted their inferiority... It would be so much easier. Their lives would be so much easier. Like you're a former uh, professional mixed martial arts fighter. Well, you want to know, right? Yeah. And you had how many amateur fights? Four. I have no delusions. I can beat you in a street fight. So I don't. I don't sweat it, <laughs> right? Why would Michigan really think that? They, I mean, they might be able to win a game. I mean, the, the New Jersey Generals won games against the Globetrotters. It's just, you know, they got like nine wins over those deck. You know, actually, you think about it, I think the Generals had more wins over the last 10 years. But anyway, Michigan is a four and a half to one. Who is the most susceptible? What's the Georgia Alabama line going to be? Six, five and a half. Georgia favorite. Yes. So Alabama has been an underdog. They were an underdog to Georgia like eight years ago. Yeah, and then for a long time, that was the only time they've been an underdog. Were they, have they been an underdog since? I think I want to say they were an underdog against Clemson a couple years ago. I don't think so. In the national title game, mm-hmm. not the the one after. Yeah, you look that up. But boy, I mean, so this will be the biggest dog they've been in ten plus years. Yes. And do you think Georgia warrants that? Yes. Make the case on that. I said this last night on the podcast, and I'll say it now. I'll I'll, I'll give an impromptu best bet right now. Really, Georgia to win the national championship minus one ten has value today. Oh, that's you're crazy. I'm not crazy. Let me give you the explanation. You know something? I'm booking it. Give me the green button. Okay. Go ahead. Here's why. Every other person, every other team that you want to take a bet on, if you want to say, I want to pick this team, there's real value, this team to win the championship right now. You going to get to something here, Sam? You have to, they have to win the rest of their games to even make the playoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I hear you that George is in the playoffs. But do you know what that they're, they're going to have to be favored in the playoffs just to make even money? Like, let's say they're in. Now they got two games. So let's just say it finishes this way. Georgia, Oklahoma. Let's just say it finishes this way. Perfect. Um, or uh, let's see here. So it'd be Georgia, Ohio State. Oh, they don't want that. Okay. What's the line in that game? Georgia, Ohio State's probably seven and a half. Ooh. Okay. So the money line would be. In now, is this college? assuming Georgia's won? They won. They beat Alabama. They win the no, SEC, no, or they how lose do we it. No. Okay. I mean, I guess we don't know what the matchups are going to be, but right. it, it's you know, let's just assume. Go ahead. So, what's the money line in that game? Uh, I'm not great at it translating. It's a seven and a half point money line. Mackenzie, let's make sure we're right. Look that up. Yes, sir. 
Uh, go ahead. And then against Alabama or Oklahoma, yeah. I mean, Alabama, again, they'd be about five and a half, six. Oklahoma, they'd be double digit favorites against. Okay. So if you have a game in which you're a seven and a half point favorite and a game that you're a five and a half point favorite, we'll see. What do you got, McKenzie? Minus 290 if you're a seven and a half point five. Seven right. and a half point favorite and minus 200 if you're a five and a half point favorite. Okay. So we're going to say plus 250 is the split line there. We'll say plus 185. Go ahead. Tell me something else about college football as I calculate. <laughs> okay. And, and that's assuming if Oregon or Cincinnati or somebody like that gets in. It's an even bigger. They're an even bigger underdog. Why are you to, backpedaling to so much? I'm not. I, 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 mean, I just said it's a best bet. I, I, mean, I made let's it. Let's just look at the most common likely reaction. So they'd have a 71% chance of winning the first game, and they'd have a. You can continue. <laughs> okay, but whoever you're playing against, you, you've got. You're going to. You're going to be a significant favorite in those games. Yeah, we just said that. And I'm telling minus one ten has value at this point. All, right. is all I'm. So 71% times 64%, and we got 71 times 64. So now that's interesting. So you could say, well, that's not a good bet. But the case could be made that if just one of these teams drops out, so Cincinnati is how many points worse uh, in your mind than in Oklahoma? Than Oklahoma, I can tell you that it is. And then the other teams that could go in there, Michigan, you know, significantly worse. Cincinnati's five points worse than Oklahoma. Okay. So here's the thing. By making this bet, you're hoping it's not Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Because if it is, you don't like that bet. I still like it. How can you? Because you I think Georgia's the best team. So you, you, so on you top think of it, I think they're the best team. favored by more than seven and a half and more than five, seven and a half against Ohio State and more than five and a half against Alabama. I think you're not taking into consideration the fact that Alabama and Ohio State might not be there. Right? No, no, no. That's what I said. Listen. I like it less, certainly. I said, do you still. If I still knew, like it. If we knew. All right, well, how's this sound? Here's what I'll do for you. You're laying, laying minus 110 right now, right? Right. I'll give you plus 110, but we go 500 bucks if those four are it. So now you got plus 110. That's sweet. No, I'm Wait. not going to book that now. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just said you like it at minus 110. I do. And I'm offering you plus 110. That's the, that's the difference between Freddie Fanny Pack and the bookie. You know what Freddie Fanny Pack would do? He would take your number instead of the plus 120 or 130 that I'll get when the when that's actually booked. But you still like it. I, I would still like so it. So you're backing down on national radio. Yes, because I can make more money more later. Cents. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, I'm going to crack you on something else. Now, some people like facts and some people don't. I happen to like them myself. So we're getting out the calculator. All right. We looked at the Jeff Sagarin, which is uh, USA Today puts this out. Power rankings for the conferences. So, Pac-12 was about a little less than seven points better than the American? Yes. Okay. So, you think, okay, a touchdown better. Now, let's see how the um, margin of victory is for Cincinnati and Oregon. Well, 
Cincinnati has 14 points better margin of victory. 14 points better. So the theory is their schedule is about seven points worse, but their performance is 14 points better. Now, again, just some simple math. That means they're about a touchdown. The performance this year, not saying they're better than Oregon by a touchdown, but the performance this year is about, about a touchdown better per game. Thoughts? My thoughts are that a that Cincinnati has not even played the best teams in their own conference. Okay, that's an interesting point. But but I think both of those resumes I think that's a really good are, are buoyed by the fact that both those teams have a big non-conference win: Oregon over Ohio State, Cincinnati over Notre Dame. That's a pretty nice win over Notre Dame. It's very nice. Yeah, but Oregon winning at Ohio State's not no, very nice. No, no, I listen. No one has any doubt that Oregon, if they, you know, I that Ohio State win makes it where they the one loss is you know is better than Cincinnati. Now the Oregon or or the idea that Oklahoma with one loss is going to be better. What's going to be their win? Baylor. It's going to be their best win. It dep- I mean, Oklahoma State or ba- oh. depends on who they lost to, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it matters. There's no one. And then it's like you can tell, and you might be right because you can see the committee planning. You can always tell what the committee has on its mind. And next week, I'm going to start identifying this. You can always tell based upon what they do with the third, second, third, and fourth teams in the conferences that they are setting up to surge. So Baylor, for example. Now, what would you know? Just think to yourself. Close your eyes unless you're driving, (laughs) and think to yourself, how good is Baylor? And come up with a number in your mind. Baylor is. They are thirteenth now in the uh, playoff rankings. And their best win. BYU. <laughs> and not last year, BYU. This BYU, year. who's ranked 14th in the, in the poll. Well, again, they're trying to plan this. And then somehow the next best win is Texas. Iowa State and then Texas. Baylor does not have a ton of great wins on their resume. But somehow they're the 13th best. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I think you make an astute point when you say they've got, they already know what's mapped out. I think putting Oregon ahead of Ohio State now, everybody thinks, oh, well, that's fair because Oregon beat Ohio State. By the time it's all said and done, if both Oregon and Ohio State went out, Ohio State will be ranked ahead of Oregon because no one wants to see Ohio State play Georgia in the first round of the playoffs. That's not what they want. They're going to, but no one cares if they're both in. The question is if they're not. But I guess the theory is they're going to be both in no matter. So really, there's no way a high state isn't in if they win out. No way. Okay, and there's no way Oregon isn't in if they win out. No way. Okay, but Oregon right now to win out. I mean, I guess we got the math on it is about ooh, about a twenty percent chance, twenty five percent chance at best, because they're plus three hundred, minus three eighty to make the playoffs. So it's really a yes, no. Are they going to win out? Yes. Okay. So o- Oregon's got their toughest their toughest conference game in two weeks at Utah. Now we've got a little bit of sound here, and. AJ does a podcast, and you can just search for RJ Bell's Dream Preview and find this on your favorite pod player. And by the way, Straight Out of Vegas, same thing. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas, favorite pod player. It's right there. Subscribe. And this is your co host, Taylor McCard. Yeah, Taylor McCard. What's his background? He is a former Rice Owls quarterback. Now he's a, an analyst, college football analyst Did he for start? ESPN. He's probably the second best quarterback in the history of Rice football, which doesn't say much, but it was one of the few bright periods in their history. 
I thought Snap, Crackle, and Pop no, had to no. be the top three. <laughs> right? That's pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <we're>, <laughs> let's listen. He's talking about the Michigan-Michigan State ranking. It's a short one. For Michigan and Michigan State, statistically speaking, you go across almost every metric, Michigan is the better team. But you play these games for a reason. They just had a head-to-head matchup, and Michigan State won. I understand the reasoning. I just don't agree with it. And what he's saying holds some water, but again, he's taking that the rake the rankings today matter because by the time it's all played out, between the the Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, by the time their round robin is done, it's only going to be one of them anyway, and it doesn't matter if Michigan or Michigan State was ranked higher the second week of the playoffs. It's all going to wash itself out. But let, let me ask you something: They choose to have these rankings at the time that they do. Okay, they could wait yes. a week. They could wait two weeks. They could do whatever they want. Now, what are they trying to accomplish with these rankings if they're not setting up? To me, I think they're setting up the outcome they want. They've game theory this out where they're saying, oh, and you can simulate this 10,000 times and saying, here's the issues. These, this scenario, this scenario, and this scenario. We got to find a way to get so and so over Cincinnati. What do we do? Well, we got to get rice. And we got, or, or I'm sorry, we got to get um, Baylor and get him yeah. moved up, right? And what we got to do is make sure that T's, um, so the undefe- SMU doesn't look any good, right? So where's SMU at? SMU fell out of the rankings. They lost a second game. Oh, okay. So where were they at when they lost one game? 22nd. Yeah, I that think. makes sense. One lost 22nd. And, and, and Baylor has how many losses? Two. And they were 13th. Yep. Uh huh. Houston we, is the second best team in the American Conference. They're eight and one now, and they've they've won what twelfth? They're not ranked. Uh huh. They've won eight <laughs> games in a row, not ranked. Well, no chance, right? No <laughs> chance. You know what's funny? You think, you think that, and and I've fallen prey to this. I've thought to myself, there's no way do they have the cojones to do X, whatever X is in a given spot. But you know what? If there's enough money at stake, they don't care. It's like it's like uh, like Clinton uh, pardoning Mark Rich or or Trump pardoning Roger Stone. A lot of people say no, they, no way they can do that. No, they, they just can. do it. And you know what? It's our fault because we just say okay, that's the way things are. Instead of like punishing people, you know, like by saying you're ostracized now or whatever, or by saying hey NCAA, we don't like you anymore. It's like we all just kind of... They're too big. They're too big for us to fight it. The funny funny thing is we don't even get mad anymore. It's like we skipped... Usually, back in the day, we'd get mad and then after a few days, get over it. Right now we're just like, oh. but but now it's like we skipped the part of getting mad. We figured it's wasted the- energy, RJ. And the money always wins. The money always wins. That's the best drop you've played. That's the most. Uh, that that is a meaningful drop. And the money always wins. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 
600. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. New England's looked pretty good lately. Well, Seattle Green Bay was one of our big games. I guess we can skip that and go to Kansas City minus two and a half at the Raiders, which leads us into the thing that you slept on. Would you take any quarterback over Patrick Mahomes for the next three years? So we're saying the next three years. Next three years. Hmm. So who? Let's think about it. Who's the quarterbacks that could go? It's uh, Josh Allen's not my guy. Herbert. Herbert's not my guy. Russell Wilson. He's not my Dak. guy. Dak. Mm. All right, go ahead. Lamar Jackson. No. Matt Stafford. No. Kyler Murray. No. Little Kyler. No. Trey Lance. <laughs> Hold on. Think about it. Hold on. Uh, is this potential? If it was 330 years, maybe. All right. Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Here's what's wrong. And, and I'll tell you this. A lot of people, I think, have been playing wrong about this. So first, you're hearing people say, oh, it's, tu- it's all turnover. And by the way, right now, do you know that the Kansas City Chiefs have the most points per drive in the NFL still? Still? Yes. Wow, I would not so have thought that. if you say, you take your drives, Football Outsiders, does this work, how many points do you score per drive? The best offense in the NFL, Kansas City. All right, so, but they've been trending down. Way down. And initially the thought was, it's just the turnovers, but he doesn't have any more turnover-worthy plays, PFF, than last year. But then they said, no, they're actually worse kind of turnover plays. And now I think that there's kind of a early and late to this. I think up until two or three weeks ago, it was a different thing. I think now it's even worse. And I think a lot of it is Mahomes isn't patient. And I don't know if he can get patient. He wasn't patient at Texas Tech. He wasn't patient when he was good. 